Welcome to the first of two February 2017 Seton Hall Sports Poll Podcasts. My name is Seth Everett. The director of the Seton Hall Sports Poll is Rick Gentile. It's sponsored by the Sharkey Institute at the Stillman School of Business at Seton Hall University, and it is a nationwide poll. There has already been, before we recorded this, a lot of media attention to the poll, so let's get right to it. Rick is not at Seton Hall University, frankly, neither am I, because we released this podcast on the day that the results come out. And that just so happened to coincide with a snowstorm that is bringing between 8 and 15 inches, depending on where you are in the New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania area. So because of that, uh, Rick is in an undisclosed location. Uh, we have dispatched him in case of emergency. Basically, if everybody loses power, he'll survive. Um, but other than that, uh, the poll, the pollsters, the people who did the calls, they are all safely in their dorms, and we are surviving, uh, but you are on the phone. You're not in studio, and we are not on the campus of Seton Hall University. Well, I'm here in my undisclosed location, and it's just me and Dick Cheney at this point. <laughs> so, See, do you think enough people heard that reference and got it right away, or did you need to like? Did you need to say the Dick Cheney part? That's my question. Uh, I, well, that's a good question, but I I figured if they know I'm here with Dick, they'll they'll be there'll be a comfort level. <laughs> All right, a lot of uh, talk about the Super Bowl. Obviously, uh, the Super Bowl just having concluded, a fantastic finish. Um, you know, it, it seems like everybody watches it. Are you surprised ever when people say they didn't see the Super Bowl? Uh, well, you know, when we see the Nielsen ratings, uh, you know, the highest Nielsen, the highest rated Super Bowl ever was only a 51, which means 51% of American households watched it. So, no, I know, I know people aren't watching. That's the first part of the, the answer. The second part is, yes, I'm surprised that people aren't watching. But I'm surprised that people aren't watching the NCAA tournament, and that only gets like a six rating. Yeah. It, well, so you know, yeah, I'm sports surprised. Fans, right, we're sports people, so and you, you we are, don't right. like. How could you not watch the Super Bowl? It doesn't even make sense. But, um, but I, as I said, I know based on ratings that not everybody watches the Super Bowl. Yeah, the interesting part about it is, uh, as far as the poll is concerned, uh, most people watch the game on a traditional television. Uh, a combined one percent watch the phone combined on a phone, tablet, or computer. Yeah, not just most people. I mean, that's pretty overwhelming. And that's much more than we've seen for most other things. Most of the time, we see this, this creep up of, uh, of device watching. Well, the issue... Um, yeah. Oh, continue. No, I'm, I'm just saying that, that most of the time we see, um, you know, people are watching on devices, and, and that number keeps coming up. And now... The Super Bowl, ninety-eight percent. You know, I, what what I think is, this is a this is a case of people watching the biggest event on the biggest device, you know, the biggest, most reliable device. I'm not taking chances. As it was, the stream of the Super Bowl that Fox put out went down for ten minutes in the fourth quarter. But it doesn't seem like anybody who that you guys polled uh, noticed that. I mean, that, that nobody noticed that, right? Right. I guess I guess the idea the the first step towards the quote unquote future is to have it, and so I understand why you know Fox or whomever has the Super Bowl is going to have 
such a such an ability to watch it on a on a streaming system. Um, I I would I would suggest that it's only going to get bigger and there'll be more of that. But you know the other thing to to consider is apps are now available on televisions. So the transition may be smooth, but I think the future questions, and you tell me what you think, is if you watch the game on television, did you access it through the Internet or through a cable provider? Right. That would be the follow-up question. That's correct. Ten years ago, it was broadcast. You know what I'm saying? Or or 15 years ago. You didn't have any option. But, yes, so so now Fox Sports Go, which is the – you know the the app that that um, streams Fox programming and stream the Super Bowl is available on Roku and Chromecast and Apple TV, etc. All of the you know all the, all the usual suspects, Hulu, and um, so people can access that app on their televisions. The bottom line, though, is no matter how you watched it, the stream was black for ten minutes. Yeah. They lost it, and they had to re- they had to send a new stream out. It took them just about ten minutes to re- to resend. Um, so so that's still not the most reliable method, you know. I think I think what you said before about habit is true, but I also think people say, "Hell, for this, I don't want to miss anything." You know, I know stuff can go wrong, buffering, whatever. I'm not taking any chances. I'm watching on television. And, and as somebody who watches events on iPads. You know, as part of my job as a sportscaster is I watch events, but I don't want to ruin family time. So a lot of times, and I do this more with baseball than football, but I will have a game on my iPad while I'm watching This Is Us. There's a plug. <laughs> or, or Homeland. Good plug. Or, NBC will be happy with right, you. Right. NBC is going to be thrilled. Um, and I, I do find it interesting that on Super Bowl Sunday, um, all the networks essentially concede. Um, oh, absolutely! Even absolutely. the cable outlets, even cable outlets, you know, Showtime didn't show Homeland, and and there were other things. So the uh, the decision on whether or not to to go to the device is also factored in. It, it's really the only new fresh thing on television. You know, yeah, we didn't. We, this isn't part of the poll, but Animal Planet always reports its highest rated day because they do that puppy bowl, right. It's a connection. Right. It's a connection to the Super Bowl. So the percentages are still lying. Where you know the, the television outlets do have this aspect. I just think the thing is, I don't think the game's ever going off TV. I just think the way you get Fox is going to change. The game's never going off TV. Do you know how much they the, the, they they had like some huge amount of advertising revenue? I mean, the five million dollars per spot times whatever it was, fifty spots. That's amazing. Plus the pregame show, you know, it's never going off TV. I'll give you two quick television Super Bowl anecdotes. Um, in 1990, the, the 1992 Super Bowl, which CBS did, and I was with CBS. I was actually in France about to do the the Olympics. Um, Fox announced that they were going to compete against the Super Bowl with an interview with, um, I think it was Mike Tyson and Robin Givens or something, I, I can't really remember, and they promoted and promoted and promoted, and they got killed. Really? You know, it was like, oh, whoops. The other thing they did, Fox did, and this, of course, is in the early days of Fox, is they promoted the, they were going to ambush the halftime. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I remember. Sure. They were going to ambush halftime. They were going to be um, whatever. I forget the show Bud they were going to do. It was Bud Bowl, wasn't it? No, no. no. 
No, it was um, a show that they had on one of their shows. In Living Color. In Living Color, that's right. It was going to be a special episode of In Living Color, and it's going to come on at halftime. And it, and it did have some, Im- some impact. Right. And what it really did was it inspired the NFL to go from up with people as the halftime entertainment to Michael Jackson. To Michael Jackson, right. You know, and, and so they said, well, nobody's going to ever do that to us again. If right. you'd rather, rather watch In Living Color than Michael Jackson or the Rolling Stones or, yep. you know, or Beyonce, or God Prince, bless you. Right. But, or, or, or Prince, so, who, who was the all-time or greatest Prince, halftime. Right. Right. The, the, so, right. you know, so, so the bottom line here is that the Super Bowl has kind of fought this off over the years, you know, that, that people are going to try to ambush us and we're going to go for it and may be bigger and bigger. And now they're simply, in this country, there simply is nothing bigger. No, I, I, never, I think it's and, a great... And won't be. It's a great point. Back to the poll, and I'll go out of order now. Yes. Uh, the idea of halftime, uh, 13% said they enjoyed the halftime the most, 72% uh, the game, 7% the commercials, 7% said don't know. The reason why I bring that up, and I think it's, it's, it's curious... One thing I didn't love was that it was revealed that Lady Gaga, who I thought did a, a very admirable job, she's not Prince, let's just say that. Right. But the fact is, is she appeared to jump from the top of the stadium down onto the stage, and that was recorded. That wasn't live. She didn't oh, do I that. Did. She didn't do I, that live. My, really? My only my only point to that is. I don't want to know that. And I think in this day and age of social media, that kind of thing is going to get out. You can't fool yeah. anybody. Oh, I did know it because I didn't pay attention to anything about halftime on social media. So you I had spend, no idea. You spend 10% of the time I do on Twitter. Well, probably. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was sort of okay, but it didn't feel very musical to me. You know, if I want to watch somebody jumping from the roof of the, uh, of the uh, building in Houston that changes its names every decade. Uh, I'd rather see the Flying Will Enders do it than Lady Gaga, but that's just Flying my Will take. Um, well, yeah, and, and, and I do like every year, and this was 10 years uh, since Prince, and, you know, th- there were about 17 different uh, ratings of the Super Bowl halftimes, and it's number one every time. Like, it's, yeah. it, it, it's an undebatable thing. The guy did Purple Rain in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> all, yes, he all. did. And it only rained once in the history of the Super Bowl, and it was during a song called Purple Rain. There is, yep. there is no other, other halftime uh, from that. Now, to the commercials. Um, did you see any commercials during the broadcast that made you want to purchase a product? 83% said no. You've done uh, this poll 12%. for a number of years. 12% said yes. Is that high? Right. That's high, yes. It's not a lot higher than it's been, but it's consistently high. Twelve percent. If you said to an advertiser, "You have a chance of influencing twelve percent of the people watching the Super Bowl, which is a hundred and what fifteen million, you have a chance to influence twelve percent of them to buy your product. Where do I sign up? I'll pay five million dollars okay. for that spot. That's a huge number. Yeah, it's worth now, it. It's you t- tend to it's look at the eighty-three okay. percent. You tend to look at the eighty-three percent and say, "Oh man, eighty-three percent. That's really terrible." But twelve percent is a huge number. There's, uh, there's already some articles on this on uh, Yahoo and ESPN, uh, the idea of placing a bet. This is something that we've talked about, you and I, in the past, uh, betting on the outcome of the game. People say they don't because it's illegal. And even though this is an anonymous poll, no one wants to be on record as saying they bet on a sport. 
Uh, that way, that way, only five percent said uh, they bet. Four percent said they they're in a pool. One percent said there's fantasy. I didn't know there was fantasy for the Super Bowl. I guess you can do a daily fantasy. I'm not even uh, sure. I, I don't know. Um, but eighty four percent said no wager. But seventy nine percent still said no. If sports gambling was legal in your state, would you have placed a bet on the game? Fifteen percent said yes. Is that high? Right. I never asked the question before. I thought it was low. And frankly, I think it is still a case of people not wanting to admit that they would do something that is perceived as illegal. Now it's illegal. If it's legal in 10 years, do I have to admit that I'll do it when it's legal? You know, I, 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 if you tell somebody on the phone, a complete stranger, whose number you got some in some miraculous way to conduct the poll, this is anonymous, why should I believe you? Well, that, you know what I mean? There's no, sure. there's no reason for me to believe that it's anonymous because you said so. Right. That that and that's that's always the thing, and we've always said that right. about any. You know, the, when when we did the poll uh, about the 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 DraftKings and FanDuel. Tournament. No, no, no. It was DraftKings oh. and FanDuel, and everybody oh, that, said, yeah. "Oh, they don't touch this stuff. You you wouldn't right. dream of it." Well, because it's right. in court. <laughs> you know, you yeah, somehow they're making a billion dollars, but nobody's but nobody's, nobody's doing, doing it. Right. Right. Nobody's, yeah. nobody's doing it. Yeah, but that, you know, as I said, you do expect that. Um, and I suppose to a degree it's human nature. Um, the amazing thing to me is, first of all, you know, everybody participates in the Super Bowl box. You know, you buy the, the box for whatever. But even more people participate in the bracket filling out for the NCAA tournament, right? Everybody does that. Right. When we do a poll, 5% of the people do it. Right, right. You know, it's, it's, just, it's, it's a phenomenon. Right. Um, if there's anything that needs to be said about Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback ever, um, to me it was the death knell of uh, sports radio for the last month. So uh, we can we can move there. Uh, what <laughs> event was forced? Well, wait. I, you know, I hear, here's a, a thing that I think is actually pretty interesting about Tom Brady, the about the the the, the question and the response. So we asked um, the question. You know, saying it's been it's being said that he's the greatest ever. Do you agree or disagree? And and whatever the numbers are is almost irrelevant. The fact of the matter is, you would think, since we conducted the poll the day after the Super Bowl and then the following two days, with the 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 passion that was aroused by his performance, the greatest comeback ever, you know, fifth championship, all the stuff, the accolades that came down, the parade, blah 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 you would think that that number would be higher in the heat of the moment. But then consider he was suspended four games for cheating, which they only think was unfair in New England. Um, were great prop bets on how fast that would be brought up in the broadcast. Yeah, true. Um, there were, so there was that. There was the Trump thing. You know, So we know 50% of the country, we know slightly more than 50% of the country, um, is automatically against anybody who's a Trump supporter, and 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 Tom Brady is an uh, a public Trump supporter. Yeah, right. I mean, he was going to have him at his uh, inauguration or someplace, or he was, well, I forget what the deal was. Um, but anyway, so there's there's enough reasons for people out there to say I don't like this guy, and so when you think of that, maybe it's not such a low number. Well, I don't but have it's to an like interesting. Him. I, I don't have interesting to like him. Question. He's the greatest quarterback in NFL. Well, exactly. I don't have to invite him to Thanksgiving dinner, right. but um, but I but he sure is a good quarterback. No, and 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 I will say, state for the record, just in case anybody you know wants to hold me to this, uh, of the listeners, uh, Jay Feely, who is a former kicker now with CBS Sports, right. uh, is a good friend of mine. 
Uh, he and I used to do a radio show together when he was still in the NFL. And Tom Brady, uh, he was a groomsman at Tom Brady's wedding. Oh, well, there you go. And he swears. Isn't Feely a Michigan guy? He's Right, they're Michigan. Yeah, that's so he swear So he swears by him. So I do not yeah. want to be a hypocrite. I'm not going to sit here and say I wouldn't have him over for dinner. I, I, I wouldn't invite him to dinner, but if I had been to be out with Jay Feely and we ran into Tom Brady, I would shake the guy's hand. All right, I have two questions. Okay. Is Jay Feely a Trump guy? Uh, he's a staunch Republican. Okay. He's, he's going to be the governor of Michigan one day. Oh, good for him. And is he happy with the gig at CBS? Because I can't imagine that it, they go to him and say, how come he missed that? And he says, I, he pulled it to the left. Well, <laughs> He yeah, does, Jay, I kind of saw that. He does. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. That's the greatest tangent we've ever had on this show. <laughs> uh, he he also does games for, uh, he does college games. for. for oh, good. Games. So good. he does other things. Well, I'm happy for it. They, for they I, said, I hate the role that they put him in. Well, what happened, you know how that evolved? And I, I don't even know if this is going to be in the podcast. <laughs> that evolved because there was a controversial play. I think it was with Kansas City. And Jay went on Twitter to explain what happened. Oh, okay. And somebody at CBS saw it and said, wow. If this ever happens, we want that, him on the That air. would be great. So they, they put him there for that rare moment. And if that rare moment happened, he's the perfect It'll guy to have great. there. But, It'll be great. I mean, it's a, yeah. one in, it's a one in a million shot. Because I've seen him. I mean, I, and this is no knock on him. This no. is an impossible job. You know, a guy punts the ball into a stiff wind and it goes 17 yards and they say, Jay, what happened there? <laughs> well, you know, the wind's blowing 35 miles an hour into his face, and he kicked it as hard as he could. And uh, I think the kick was pretty good, but it got caught up in the wind. Uh, <laughs> okay, thanks, Jay. <laughs> I mean, I, you know. That's funny. Hey. That's funny. Anyway. You know what? We're leaving it in. Uh, GNC <laughs> uh, was forced by the NFL to withdraw uh, its commercial because it makes some products that NFL players are banned from taking. Um no mention of the banned products occurred in the commercial. Do you think J- GNC should have been allowed to advertise in the game? 50% said yes. 23% said no. Uh, but the statistic that took more, that was most notable to me, 27% said they don't know. They, yeah. They, well, they, honestly, don't know I don't care. I would have, well, that's the, I was just going to say, I would have answered I don't know because I really don't know. I mean, I did see that commercial, not on the Super Bowl. It ran the next night. Right on something, and I saw it, and I thought it's, it was actually a very well-done commercial, really good, like Super Bowl-quality commercial. Right. And, um, and it doesn't say anything about what you should take, or you know what I mean? It was strictly a brand spot for GNC, and when I watched it, and again, of course, I could have watched it and then been asked this poll question, mm-hmm. I would have said, yeah, they should have run it. It was great. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't think people. I think this is a, I think this is a sports paranoia. This is this this supplements thing. Um, you know, this goes back to polls we did years ago about Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens and and Alex Rodriguez. People generally don't care. They're tired no, of this subject. They care, they care. It's the vocal minority that calls talk radio. I spent six right. years covering that's, steroids. That's the same thing. Yeah, it's right. this, it's this small group of people who are who are passionately offended by the cheaters and not so offended if one of the cheaters plays for their team, they wouldn't necessarily have that cheater and Tom Brady to their house for Thanksgiving dinner. Right. But, um, but they do, you know, they are, they are passionate about it. But generally speaking, when we polled, 
the response is, I, you know, I wish they'd sort of stopped this already. We don't know who cheated. You know, this is the response. We don't know who cheated. We'll never know. Let's just move on. Right. Let's, let's, and I think this is part of that. It's like, yeah, they should have run it. Only 23% said no. Sure. There's your passionate minority. Sure. Uh, and finally, on the Super Bowl, um, what do you think is more compelling, the Super Bowl, the college football championship, or the seventh game of the World Series? 44% said the Super Bowl. The game had been played, p- for some of these respondents, less than 24 hours prior. Correct. Uh, well, the World Series was 26% and the 11% the college championships. The, the, the point I want to make on college is it's too regional. There are parts of this country, college football is massive. Those parts added up together turn into a decent rating. Not Again, we're not doing a poll on ratings, but the idea is um, the more national stories are the World Series and the Super Bowl. Exactly. So the Auburn, Georgia, uh, Auburn, Georgia, the the, uh, Auburn, Alabama, how did I get Auburn? The Clemson, Alabama game was spectacular, right? Big upset, huge, great game, but very regional. You know, who who in New York do you care? In California do you care? So I think you're absolutely right. The 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 key stat there is that one out of four people, and this was across the board, by the way, among people who identified them as following sports closely, among football fans, people who identify themselves as NFL fans, one out of four people thought the seventh game of the World Series was more compelling. You know, and the truth is, it was from beginning to end. That game was spectacular from the first inning through the tenth inning. Yeah, it, it was. It was also during the week, um, uh, as opposed to a Sunday. So you would think more people would watch uh, the Super Bowl. Um, well, more people did baseball. watch it, but, the, but yeah, it was great for baseball. That's true. It's uh, that's the point. It's great for baseball. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's 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 good to. Sh- it shows that uh, the Cubs story was a big thing. And, you know, I had this conversation, I'll name drop right here, I had this conversation with Rob Manfred uh, right around the winter meetings, and this conversation came up, and that is, it, the goal is not to say, it, the Cubs don't prove a point, they give incentive to fix themselves. Do you know, you know what I'm saying? Baseball is in a, in a, in a position from dealing from strength, so let them milk it for what it's worth. Absolutely, yeah. You know, do something. Yeah, well, with it was a great, great, great story that had a great payoff. You know, it wasn't like a lot of hype, and then oh, how sad they they almost won. They did. It was great again from beginning to end. Yeah. They were a wire wire team, and they and they got taken to the seventh game of the World Series by a little bit of a Cinderella kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, next year we'll know a lot more about the Indians, or we'll be a lot more aware. Um, but yeah, it was a fabulous baseball story, and it still resonates. People are still, you know, aware of it. It's like, oh yeah, seventh game of the World Series. That was great. Well, I, I do get to tell then my Cleveland joke. Uh, <laughs> the, my, my, the Cleveland Indians, uh, no, the city of Cleveland had 1.6 million people in downtown Cleveland for their parade honoring the Cavaliers championship. The downtown Cleveland, if you've ever been there. You cannot, you cannot walk down downtown Cleveland and not see the Indians' home ballpark, Progressive Field. Correct. They had Correct. a home game that night and drew slightly over 15,000. Yeah. That means 1.59 million people walked by Progressive Field on a game day and, and said, nah. nah. 
Yeah. No, I know. No, well, thanks. no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> now they need to win a World Series. That's no, what has to but, happen. But I thought the Indians missed an opportunity because I think you're right. The, yes, the I Indians. Agree. The Indians should have said they should have had incentives. They should have said, "Come get a free, uh, free LeBron ticket to James another game." Penn. Or yeah. some something to say, right. you know, you're partying all day. Go to the game, like yeah. They just, should have just said our, the building our filled, even and, if it wasn't a money maker. Like they were looking at how do we capitalize financially? Don't capitalize in PR and have that ballpark look fill, full. Yep. No, but that's I, also the right. same. It's also the same community that sold twenty thousand tickets on the secondary ticket market, which is why the Cub fans were all there anyway. So That's right. It's a, it's, it's it was Cleveland. a cup. It was like a cup home game. It is Cleveland. All right. The uh, Seton Hall Sports Poll <laughs> is presented by the Stillman School of Business at the uh, Sharkey Institute, and of course is conducted uh, among 661 adults across the country on both landlines and cell phones, with a margin of error of 3.9 percent. The director of the poll, Rick Gentile, is with us or right here on the Seton Hall Sports Poll Podcast. And, and Rick, as we close things out, we have another poll in a couple of weeks. Yeah, February, uh, we start polling February 20th, and we'll uh, be podcasting again on the, I guess it's the 23rd. And hopefully we're dug out, so we'll uh, do it from the campus. Right, if, we, if the snow goes away, right, exactly. Seton Hall, Seton Hall University. For Rick Gentile, I'm Seth Everett. Uh, this is the Seton Hall Sports Poll. Thanks for listening.